you are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Welcome, gamers, to One More Game Podcast, episode 26. Today is 18 September 2022. I am your host, The Stroke, with my co-hosts here. We've got Swift Mita. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Um... Just hanging out, you know, none of my bets hit today. So I'm a little bit of a a lesser mood than last week, but overall doing okay. How about you? Yeah, the Cowboys won, which is a a miracle for me. So uh, yeah, the commanders got stomped. So I'm riding that high. So yeah. And uh, we're also here with uh, I'm Pickle Matt. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? Just uh, fighting back a little cold that the toddler brought home from daycare, but. Otherwise, good. Mm. Yeah, dude, I'm uh, I'm definitely low on energy tonight. So if uh, if I'm struggling, help me out. Boys. Yeah, get a, <laughs> get a hit of that uh, Mountain Dew game fuel. Yeah, like we talked about last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, all right. Well, the NFL season rolls on, as does gaming industry news. So if you guys are ready, let's jump right into the news for the week. Let's do it. All right. As always, chat, if you're joining us in the chat, thank you as as you uh, continue to support this podcast as we grow. As you see there down at the uh, bottom of the screen, and if you're not watching, uh, listeners, we have reached our follower goal. We're at 52 out of 50, thanks to the like and viewers like you. So next week, we should be uh, Twitch affiliates, and that's uh, that's awesome as we continue to grow. And uh, we'll keep bringing you guys gaming news and... Let's get right into it and get get active in the chat because we need your help. All right. A lot happened in video gaming over the last week. So let's go first off with the Nintendo Direct news. First big one for me, uh, probably for most of us, is the Nintendo Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears or... Something. What are we? What are we saying? It's it's tears. <laughs> they actually cleared that up two days ago. Nintendo directly. Nice. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm sure the fans were, uh, you know, it was hotly debated about it. Yeah, they did release a little bit of a uh, gameplay footage. The name of the game, Tears of the Kingdom, and uh, you know, picking up where we left off in Breath of the Wild, but definitely a lot more going on. We're uh, falling almost like Skyward Sword. We're on a giant glider. And uh, things are looking pretty crazy. Link's got a crazy hairdo. So I'm uh, very excited about this game. They also announced a supposed release date, May 12th of next year, 2023. 
Uh, what are your guys' feelings on this? Is this going to actually make that time frame, or is it definitely getting delayed? I'll tell you what, if you watched that trailer and you didn't get chills from that music and it didn't, I'm, that just like brought me right back to playing Breath of the Wild, the original. It was so good. Um, but I don't know. It, it's Nintendo. They've, they're known for delaying games that need to be delayed. But I think if they set a hard date, I think we're getting somewhere around that date. I bet it makes it. I agree. I think, I think typically they're not going to set a date like you talked about a hard date of a release unless they're actually ready to go uh, live as they say. Um, I don't, to, to me, the, the trailer, the music was good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cool. It brought me back to kind of breath of the wild, but overall I was kind of like, I want a little bit more out of yeah, the trailer. Like- Who's the, the bad guy? The, like, show yeah, me some. Like the fighting. first half of the trailer was just looking at walls. Do you remember and, like inscriptions? Do you remember I was the, just like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Come on. Yeah, they're trying to build that lore. Do you remember the teaser trailer that they released in 2019 saying that it was in development? Yeah. No. I think I all you saw was uh, Zelda's haircut. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, dude, there was that like weird zombie skeleton thing that like turned and looked at the camera and then its eyes started glowing. It was actually like really creepy and like almost like a mature rated game kind of art style. Oh, <laughs> like that'd be cool to see them go a little more uh, dark. It was like this decomposing flesh and then the eyes lit up and it was, it was wild. That kind of surprised me. Interesting. Nice. Um, yeah. So I was doing some research a little bit, boys, because that's what I do. And uh, I've realized that every Zelda game that has ever been officially delayed was delayed because it was being put onto the, their next console that they were going to release shortly. Copy, no delay. Oh. So yeah. uh, unless we're getting another new Switch, we're, uh, we'll be uh, nailed down pretty solidly on May Right 12. on schedule. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, next uh, news that I was kind of excited about, new Mario and Rabbids. If you played that, it's uh, kind of like an XCOM-style strategy tactics game, but in a Mario and Rab- create those crazy Rabbids. Uh, I don't even know what they're from. Do they have their own game? Rayman? Are they from Rayman Universe? I think they're Rayman, yeah. Uh, that comes out this October 2022, and I loved that game. I know you played that. Uh, it's called Sparks of Hope, the new one. Yeah, that was an excellent game. I love the the it's got the humor of like a like a minions movie kind of thing. Well the rabbits are kind of like minions, but uh yeah. With all the strategy of kind of like an XCOM game, which it were it really paired a lot better than a lot of people expected, I think. And kind of yeah, shows I was, I was shocked. <laughs> it shows how much confidence Nintendo had in uh Ubisoft because they don't generally lend out your their IP like that um without being certain that it's gonna work well. Yeah, you can almost kind of predict that if something has the word Mario in it, it's going to be high quality. So I was a little bit yeah, concerned weird. when I said rabbits, but it works, dude. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Swift, you didn't play that, did you? I have not, no. I would I would recommend it. At least, uh, like, I don't know, rent it. Is that a thing anymore? It goes on. Go to s- Blockbuster. Yeah, go to <laughs> go, Family yeah, Video go or rent, Blockbuster. Yeah. Rent the game from Blockbuster. It goes on sale fine. fairly often, so you shouldn't be able to find it pretty easily for yeah. cheap. Cool, cool. All right, if you're an Octopath Traveler fan, which uh, I just think this game looks really cool with the art style. I never actually played it, but 
Uh, they did announce Octopath Traveler 2 coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Um, and I just love how it's got that 2D feel, but it's 3D. It's like 2.5D RPG style, but this is definitely like Japanese RPG at its finest. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, that'll be coming out February 24th of 2023. Did you play, any of you guys play the, this game? I did not. Nope. A lot of cool. people love we'll it, just though. Roll. Yeah, it has like high reviews. Uh, another uh, similar type uh, game, Fire Emblem. The next one was announced, Engage, coming out January of 2023. So early in the year, a lot of cool stuff uh, happening for the Switch. And then I thought this was cool just because we talked about it a lot on our podcast. But Tunic will be out on uh, the Switch on the 27th, which that game would be perfect on the Switch. Uh, kind of surprised so it took that, that long, honestly. I know. It's, it seems like it was like, Made for Switch. Yeah. Cool, cool. I uh, I played that game, went ham on it for a while, and then uh, forgot about it. And I want to get back into it. But anyways. The only Fire Emblem, uh, Fire Emblem I've played is the characters in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Who, which one? Those are uh, like Marth. Marth and... and uh, they all have swords. Yeah, they all <laughs> look the exact same, but they play a little bit different. Yeah. All right, let's get into uh, a little bit of the PlayStation State of Play. It wasn't really all that much aside from the Call of Duty announcements, but there was a a couple things. They did release a Ragnarok gameplay trailer as well as an advertisement for a Ragnarok or God of War Ragnarok DualSense controller. You guys going to get this thing? Nope. Uh, (laughs) You're not that converted to uh, God of War yet? No. My launch edition then, uh, PS5 came with two controllers, and I don't think I've ever used them simultaneously yet, so I'm definitely not getting yeah. a third. I have not played a two-player game on my PlayStation yet. No. Nah. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool. And then this is where they decided to release all their Warzone 2.0 information, which was a little bit weird. Yeah. Because it's PlayStation announced by Activision, owned by Microsoft shortly. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, Warzone 2.0, what'd you think, Swift? Did you check out uh, the news on it? New map, new okay. mechanics, a couple different modes. So I've seen the um, the map got released on Twitter. I saw that. I saw that they brought in a bunch of the, like, you know, top streamers or whatever to uh, an event in California, I think it was. Um, and they got to play it. It looks, and I, I don't know. It looks good. I think probably there were. It doesn't seem as smooth as what I'm used to as far as Warzone because they probably like got released into the world with basic guns, right? They had yeah. they hadn't had the the twelve hours to grind every gun to level. What what are we working with next Warzone two? Like one hundred and fifty. Nah. 150 uh, for <laughs> guns i don't know um so it seemed a little bit clunky as far as the gun mech and all that stuff um but i'm interested to see how it goes i i think you and i were having a conversation the other day about like could we go back to it eh, we'll probably try it and just see you it's, know it's and, free to play actually, too right it is i think it's, yeah it i think free. warzone 2 is still free to play but the the problem with that, and that's what uh, the stroke and I were talking about. The problem with that is 
cool free to play but the people who buy the game right it's it's essentially pay to win you get like you get like boosts or something if you buy the game then you can go to shipment or whatever small map you have and just grind guns and love them so fast right whereas if you're just playing for free on warzone 2.0 then good luck you'll never you're never your guns are going to be level one when you show up and so the game is connected warzone is connected to call of duty like modern warfare modern warfare correct modern warfare 2 yeah yeah that's pay to win kind of yeah i mean it's it's really it's not but it kind of is um yeah but i also did see uh uh big news because this is like the only streamer that I ever watch other than Dr. Disrespect. Uh, Nick Merckx won the um, first ever Nick Merckx and his team won the first ever Warzone 2 match. Nice. That is something that he will be able to brag about. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's cool to see uh, the people that you actually watch stream do well in these uh, events. Yo, we... Doc- Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you go. Oh, I was just gonna say. Speaking of streamers, uh, proximity chat now. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, that's oh I, I forgot about that. About. Oh okay, so. no. Uh, we remember the toxicity episode. What was the one thing that we said was like the most toxic thing that ever had in a game? <laughs> <Feeding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I haven't been. There's called. some games that I think is a, who who said it in our chat. It was like. Proximity chat, probably a good idea in some games. Call of Duty, I think it was not the one. Big Eats, yeah, not the <laughs> yeah. one. We literally, yeah, we literally said that was literally stated on our episode. <laughs> uh, very nice. Oh, cool. That'll be cool. I, I mean, like Swift said, I think I'll check it out. There's no way I don't at least get a look at it. And uh, the first yeah. time I get killed by a hacker, I'll uh, log out. <laughs> the problem. The, so in my mind, I've, I think I've bought a Call of Duty game every year. For the last yeah. twelve years, yeah, like clockwork. They're they're all good, but it's kind of like the Madden thing that we were talking about a few episodes ago, where it's like it's the same thing. Well, especially why, now why when we it's keep like buying this. I could have sworn there was a Modern Warfare Two already. There sure was. Yeah, I don't know exactly what their they they share their naming convention with uh, Xbox. Yeah, they Xbox, should do Modern yeah. Warfare Three Sixty. <laughs> Yeah, I'm for it. Modern Warfare 360 no scope one. <laughs> <laughs> Series X. All right, all right. Uh, cool beans. Well, there you have it. There's some news for uh, Warzone coming up. Let's get into some VR news. Stab and I will be, or uh, Pickle Matt and I will be excited about this. And uh, now that Swift's got a PlayStation, he should check this out. So the PlayStation VR 2 has made its way out into the wild for some early uh, reviews and stuff. If you're not aware about this bad boy, whoops, uh, it's going to be awesome. So PlayStation VR, the original one came out in 2016. So we're getting a little bit old school, right? And so here's some uh, images of the new guy. And if you're not uh, watching the stream, if you're just listening on podcast, this thing looks a lot more streamlined and less bulky than a lot of the other VR headsets that we've seen so far. Got that sony playstation quality new controller design aside from the kind of uh what did they have before they had those two like sticks right yeah it was the move controllers with the light the little light ball at the end 
Yeah. Which is so we're going to be looking at uh, OLED screen on the on the actual headset itself, two thousand by twenty forty per eye. So th- you're basically at four K resolution at one hundred and twenty hertz, uh, according to Sony for the PlayStation Five to handle that. It's got eye tracking built in, so it actually makes the resolution better depending on where you're focusing, uh, which is kind of crazy. And then uh, it's also got those new controllers. The one downside to this, it is inside out tracking, so you don't need a camera or lighthouses, but um, you do still need to connect it to the PlayStation. It's not wireless like the Oculus or whatever we're calling it, Meta Quest. It makes sense too, because with that, that amount of power, like the power output required to give you 4K per eye at 120 hertz is... Um, I mean, you have to be connected to something. Yeah, it would last 12 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't. at this point. They also uh, have... The, if you're wondering... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, dude. I was going to say, on the controllers, they have, like, it's the DualSense controller basically split into two. They've got the adaptive uh, triggers as well as haptic feedback and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and... Uh, so, the things to think about... What in the world is happening? Uh, yes. Yeah, so wired, uh, the, my main concern is, um, the price. So the original PlayStation VR launched at three ninety nine, I think. Yeah, there it is. $399. And this is like, if you're wondering, that's the highest resolution of any mainstream headset that's available. So P- PlayStation consumer headset console for sure. will, will have the premium vr headset available right now i'm sure something will come out from bigger companies soon but uh so yeah i imagine this thing is going to be at least 500 bucks but uh there is going to be a um triple a horizon game uh released with this thing which is going to be pretty cool climbing mountains in the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn kind of universe and uh, making your way through and fighting a giant dinosaur with a bow and arrow. Like, yeah. seems like it's made for fighting VR. some snap maws. And, oh, that looks awesome. Yeah, so that'll be pretty cool. I will say... Dude, it's, but, it's, in my opinion, I think... Because, again, you guys are the experts on VR, but I do think it's pretty cool that it ha- they're in, like including eye tracking yeah and so wherever you're looking it will like focus to that point and make it make the video better like that's in that's crazy i mean that, that yeah, that's, that's science so fiction. cool they've been talking about eye tracking for the last five years but nobody's really executed it on a consumer level i do think yeah. that if they don't make a superman game and let you control eye lasers with eye tracking then like what are we talking <laughs> about right now oh dude <laughs> cyclops from x-men come on yeah what <laughs> that'd be dope I nice. will say the 4K per eye, just so everybody's clear, if you've never played VR, even if it says 4K, it's not like looking at two 4K TVs. Um, it will still... The people that tested it said they don't see the screen door effect, which is really cool, which means you can't see like the individual pixel kind of things. Um, but you still won't get... like It won't be like playing uh, Xbox Series X game on your TV, but instead you're in the actual game itself. It sounds like it's going to get pretty darn close, though. And that's what's really yeah. cool about the PlayStation 1. Yeah. I think they, they're saying that you'd basically have to get up to 16K for it to look like one-to-one life to VR. Uh, yeah. So we're getting there, but... 
Cool, cool. Uh, I didn't see any information on date. Did you check, see anything like that, Pickle Matt? No, I think they did. They still did. They give a general date uh, or like a a seasonal yet? I don't think they I did. I think they said they might have said uh, spring of twenty three, but I'm not sure. I'll see if I can do a quick Google. It said early cool, cool. early two thousand twenty three is what they said. Okay, cool. So I got to save up five hundred bucks at least. At least, yeah. yeah. All right, let's get right into some Overwatch news. If you're an Overwatch 1 slash 2 fan, there was some announcements for that game. The new healer, this will be the first hero available for you to unlock on their new Battle Pass uh, kind of system to unlock heroes, uh, is announced. It's kind of like a rooftop ninja running uh, healer. So if you ever wanted to feel like a badass healer while uh, feeling like a ninja, you have Kiriko coming out with the release of Overwatch 2 here in October. And uh, there's some gameplay released and, uh, yeah, new hero for you to play. I think Jen will be kind of excited about this one. but So this is the um, one thing that's different than Overwatch 1? Yeah, this or... hero. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, well, that and there's only uh, five characters. Per t- or there's only five, five people, yeah. Well, and the lighting, dude. The, the lighting looks yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's it's not nighttime everywhere. But don't lie to yourselves, boys. You know we're going to play this freaking game. Yes, I sir. already bought it. I'm yeah. most certainly not lying to myself. I, I will play this. But uh, looking looking for some other changes, potentially. Yep. Point. They will have a battle pass system like everyone else and their mother these days, and you will have to unlock heroes with that type Ugh. of system. There you have it. Lots of fun. Cool, cool. Last but not least, there is a new Fortnite season out. So if you're tired of Dragon Ball Z stuff and people flying away with uh, Rift to Goes, it's gone. So get in there. Check it out. There's a cool trailer. It's all chrome. Everything's all chrome everything. I don't really know what's going on. I don't get the lore of uh, Fortnite, but it looks cool. Is and that like Spider Gwen? <laughs> take me to Valhalla chrome, like Mad Max style. Yeah. No, it's like uh, it's like spawn goo everywhere, but instead of black, it's chrome. <laughs> I actually did a uh, random side note on Instagram the other day. I was looking um, and I saw a ninja. There was somebody doing the Kamehameha move, and he popped yeah. a rift, rift to go prior to the season ending. And you can't really aim that big Kamehameha move. Uh, so he got aimed at, popped a rift to go, jumped over the guy, and murdered him. While, he's while still he was in, in the middle <laughs> of black. Yeah. Well, it's good to see he got back in there, because I'm pretty sure he like <laughs> rage quit. Oh, he did, yeah. <laughs> Well, cool. If you want to unlock Spider Gwen, you better get moving on that battle pass in uh, Fortnite. Is she the the level one hundred? Yeah, oh, I gotta get in there. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna be. You know that those work. boys are gonna get in there. <laughs> yeah, you saw Into the Spider Verse too, huh? That's my girl. I finally watched it, boys, and uh, finally, it. it's so good. Yeah, yeah. so good, so good. Second one were, next year, were, baby. You guys were not lying. Yeah, very cool. Cool beans. Well, there you have it, folks. You guys got any other news that you want to bring up before we move on to the games radar? 
The I only have. other thing that I will uh, pile on is it's not video game related, but it is kind of. Uh, Witcher 3 just stopped filming and is coming to us soon. I didn't see a release date, uh, but I did see they post something on Instagram or Twitter with the like cover photo of the season. And it looks oh, yeah. very similar to the Witcher 3 like video game. Oh, very nice. Like with the red, the red three. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm super excited for that. I really hope they get into the crones story thing. Yeah. Cause that was a cool one in the, that game. Uh, last thing for gaming news, pour one out for EVGA graphics card that I'm staring at right now because <laughs> they just announced that because Nvidia, it sucks and is the worst to work with. Apparently they're no longer going to make the best graphics cards available for gamers. Womp yeah, womp. I'm uh, I'm in the same boat, buddy. I'm looking over here at my 3090 Ti RGBs, and I'm wondering if they're going to still support that thing. But they said they're going to support the uh, all the gens that they already made, but they're just not making new okay. ones. If so you're re- making AMD only, no, they're not. They they've never made AMD. I don't think right. Is what I think no, they said not and up until now. I guess there's no plans to do Intel or AMD, which is really crazy because. They're a graphics card company first and foremost, I would think. But yeah, so EVGA is just going to go out of business, or they said they keep they're planning on staying in business and not firing anybody. But um, the article I read <laughs> talked about what EVGA said about Nvidia, and it, it does sound like Nvidia is super skeezy if they're actually uh, doing the things that EVGA accuses them of, like telling journalists the details of the cards of their own cards before like EVGA so they can't manufacture cards um you know quickly that way the founders edition cards are still like the top of the line and kind of stuff and oh that's frustrating yeah and then not like releasing the cores and like data on the cores and stuff like that so huh that's tough it is interesting cuz i'm pretty sure VGA stands for video graphics apparatus or something yeah uh, but whatever good luck Godspeed, and I guess I will have to move on to Asus or something. Yeah, they've got good cards. It's fine. Yeah. All right, boys, let's get into the games radar for the week. First up on the docket, Pickle Matt, why don't you go ahead and tell us about Return to Monkey Island on the Switch. And PC comes out uh, December 19th. I'm just kidding. September 19th. PC and Switch. Give it a give it a rest. Return to <laughs> when you stop doing it, I'll give it a rest. Return to Monkey <laughs> Island is the long-awaited follow-up to the legendary secret of Monkey Island and Monkey Island 2: Le Chuck's Revenge. The sequel has been developed by original series creator Ron Gilbert's Terrible Toy Box Studio. I have not heard of any of these games before. Take it away, anyone else? Oh, these games are like super highly. Uh rated but i've never played it and i when i watch the trailer it looks super slow and boring so i don't know (laughs) it's legendary though they say well we'll see check it out i i'm i'm interested to at least get a a review on it if you're uh, in the chat or on listener and you uh, are for these games 
and uh, you think we're missing out, go ahead and reach out to us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter or Instagram and uh, let us know why we should change our minds. Or Dude, least... if, that's, if, if that's on Game Pass, I'll try it this week. Nope. Switch or PC only. Oh, yeah. Okay. If that's on Game Pass oh, yeah. Ultimate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, finally, this was a weird one because it was uh, developed by a studio that Microsoft owned, but there was a deal that it would only be on PlayStation exclusive for a certain amount of time. But uh, coming out on the 20th of September, in a couple days, on Xbox S Series X and S is Deathloop. So if uh, you never heard of this game, think uh, you, <laughs> if you first you don't succeed, die, die again. In Deathloop, find a way to put an end to a time loop trapping mysterious island of Black Reef in an endless cycle, all while being hunted by an island's inhabitants. I've heard the story is really great. The voice acting is awesome. It's in a. It's got a cool, um, like, nineteen seventies, like, groovy feel to it when it comes to the art. So uh, this game is highly, highly reviewed. It's got a ten on multiple websites as a masterpiece game to check out. So, have you any of you played this one? Yeah, no. I played it completely when it came out. And like you said, it's pretty... I mean, I wouldn't call it a masterpiece personally, but maybe maybe it just didn't float my boat like everybody else. But I still thought it was an amazing game. And it's definitely well worth checking out if you haven't already. Nice. Yeah, to me, it kind of has like a Bioshock feel a little bit. Yeah, you have like shards you can empower yourself with. that gives you kind of like telekinesis or certain powers. And then uh, you find all the 1970s style guns and stuff. You're you're basically trying to go around this island and kill everybody in one day, and you just keep repeating it, um, mm. roguelite style. Uh, that's what I was about to ask. Is it roguelite? Yeah, uh, where you die and it's the same map but different. It's roguelite. Uh, oh, so that's one element that it lacks. The maps are all the same every time, but okay. you get clue. Uh, you keep the clues that you learned from the last ones, and then uh, some of your um, upgrades and stuff like that nice interesting looks cool i might check it out if uh if, i don't know if it's on game pass or not but we'll see you probably get a used copy for uh playstation 5 for pretty cheap now since it's been out for a year true there you have it pickle matt always with the deals in mind all right next one there uh, it is. coming out swift swift i'm kind of curious maybe have you check this one out for your obscure game but uh, go ahead and let the listeners know about hard space Shipbreaker. yeah so uh coming out for xbox and playstation 20 september of uh this year equipped with a cutting edge salvaging tech you carve and slice spaceships to recover valuable materials in hard space uh upgrade your gear take Sorry, upgrade your gear to take on more lucrative contracts and pay your billion credits debt. So you're legitimately like a ship welder slash dismantler who takes apart these giant spaceship things and scraps them for resources and pays off his debt. It looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Is that like it's, Animal Crossing sounds, where, you, where you have to pay off your debt? Weird. <laughs> you yeah, it sounds weird. Why? Like... Why do you have a billion dollars of credit debt? What happened in your past life before the game? Before we join you in the game? Spice is a hell of a drug. Spice, <laughs> dude. The graphics uh, on this look really cool. The and the the gravity and you know gameplay looks fun. 
yeah, yeah definitely could be uh could be real zen or it could get real chore chore like so who knows it might be uh maybe something to check out what does that come out that's on oh xbox and playstation so it's available on steam yeah. right yeah. now with it's very been on steam reviews. for a while but uh yeah Nice. Cool. I couldn't uh, I couldn't not talk about this one as all of us are pilots and this one just looks crazy cool. Uh, so <laughs> coming out on September 21st for all platforms is Squad 51 versus the Flying Saucers. So you can join and uh, fight off some uh, alien threats with uh, some old school Air Force assets and it looks like an old like propaganda video from world war ii you know what i mean it's, like it's mars mars attacks just in yeah. video game form and it's in black and white and it just really like it kind of <laughs> looks goofy and you're flying planes through tunnels and it's just it's a bullet hell kind of game but yeah uh, get your pilot on boys and take out those aliens I've it a- almost looks like in some in some of those things it almost looks like uh um shoot i'm i'm blanking on the word the uh game that was arcade game that you like did this back and forth yeah 1941 1942 they made a bunch yeah i can't remember um but it it looks like that where it's kind of like you're slow moving but you have to aim and like destroy things prior to hitting them I just think it's a really cool, like, aesthetic concept that I haven't seen before with that old school, like, film grain, black and white. And then they, yeah. they've got this, like, full, oh, there's a Spruce Goose. Uh, they've got this, like, full, yeah. out, full out acting, too, that's going on. That looks really yeah, perfectly got, like, cheesy. Yeah, live video. I mean, I think the, <laughs> even the images of the planes are, like, actual video that they just move. It, it looks a little rough when like it comes to the Photoshop it. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. get F-86, it looks like. Okay, I've got yeah, a little side story for the forever for the listeners here. Um, the other day there was a so I fly near Roswell every day basically, and when we do our night sorties, we can uh, drop flares, and you can imagine these. Dude, you, you saw a UFO? Super bright flares? No, no, no. Just you're gonna be on Joe Rogan next. Usually every <laughs> every six months, the local newspapers in New Mexico will have these articles of these Facebook um, conspiracy theorists that see. Um, lights in the night sky and i was <laughs> literally one of the ufos uh, a few weeks ago i could because the video you could tell exactly like where it was and um the flare program that we were popping out but there's it's so fun to watch the the comments light up and on facebook about all this stuff and just yeah. the wild ass conspiracy theories it's the best it's funny how you look exactly like the depictions of aliens but, uh, <laughs> i love being a ufo cool, cool. it's the funnest thing <laughs> There you have it. There's a list of games that you can check out coming over out during uh, the next week or so. And uh, if there's another game that you're excited about, just let us know. Reach out to us. We already talked about the social media, but omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. You can send us an email and let us know uh, what you want us to review next week, and we'll read that aloud. No listener emails for the for the fans this week, so go ahead and get on there. Hook us up with some uh, content, and uh, we will not pay you for it. I'm not going to say that we'll, we won't pay you for it, or we will, but I will say that Gaucho did earn himself a free two months of Game Pass Ultimate from yours truly by sending us that wonderful email. There you go. I we, already, uh, we like to pay it. We like to return the favor, if you will. That's right. 
All right, boys. This is where we would normally talk about a podcast review. But insert sad violin music. We haven't Still had one in no a while. reviews. So if you love One More Game Podcast, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Hit that five star or whatever, however many stars you think we deserve and uh, leave us a review. It's the best way for us to kind of expand with the discoverability and whatnot. And we'd, uh, we'd love you forever for it. Cool, cool. Let's get into the major topic for the week. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! All right, gentlemen, let's talk about strategy games. Strategery, as uh, Mr. George W. would say. What was the first game that you guys remember playing strategy-wise? Age I think I know Swift. Yep, there it is. Mine was either <laughs> Dune, the Dune real-time strategy game a long time ago, or oh, it was Command and Conquer 2 Red Alert. I played a lot of that. Yeah, I think for me, same boat. I, it's either Age of Empires 1 or Command and Conquer. I can't remember. Uh, I think Command and Conquer actually came out a little bit before Age of Empires, but... Yeah, I mean, I remember, just like Swift, I remember all the sound effects from Age of Empires. Uh, funny, oh, yeah. we've talked about this in, before, but my dad, to this day, still plays the original Age of Empires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like, awesome. You, you gotta move on, man. Uh, cool, cool. So let's talk about uh, a few different types of strategy games, I guess. Uh, let's go right along those lines. The real-time strategy, think Age of Empires, uh, Command & Conquer... Warcraft, Starcraft, those games. Uh, so basically, things are happening simultaneously. You got to kind of keep track of everyone moving at the same time. You can kind of group things into uh, groups and control them all. This is where you see those. This is where the term actions per minute came from because you're literally c- trying to control as much as you can, as fast as you can. Yeah. Uh, and so also keep track of everything else on the map, like what's right. happening. Yeah, and then you you twenty minutes later you realize that one of your villagers has been sitting there doing nothing doing for a nothing. long time. <laughs> yeah. Worthless. Yeah. Uh, what's your actions per minute, Swift? Oh, at least a bajillion <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> off the charts, dude. This metachlorian count is a uh... <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, so what's your favorite? Age of Empires, the first one, second one? The second one is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. I uh, I uh I played that game so much as a kid. And I re- I remember I think we talked about this before, but I remember like sitting there on Age of Empires 2 for like seven hours in a match, and my mom all of a sudden walking around and be like, You've been on this <laughs> game the whole time? No wonder no, why called. we haven't been getting phone calls because we only had one phone line and you had to dial into AOL. You've got so. mail. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, that Sorry, game was awesome. Mom. It's so funny, yeah, I too. I do remember you had to like... Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, it's so funny, too, because like who calls each other now anyway? Like it was no. such a big deal if you couldn't receive calls for like 20 minutes, but like nobody yeah. calls each other anymore. I know. God, people used to talk on the phone like all day. 
it seemed like. Like, as soon as you got home, someone was on the phone. Yeah, it's like, Mom, or, Mom, stop giving me shit for being on my phone. Like, you guys were on the phone all the time, too. Yeah, it was just wired to the wall. To the it wall. just had a big old yeah. spirally thing that got tangled yeah. everywhere. <laughs> nice. Uh, Command and up. Conquer was really good. I, I don't know. Do they still make Command and Conquers? I'm not sure. I think they've been repackaging them, at least. Remastered. Yeah, the Red Alert was good. Yeah. I played the... It kind of sh- felt like... I played a ton yeah. of uh, Empire Earth. Did you guys remember that one? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. The Age of Empires kind of spawned a whole bunch of like spin-offs or like copies basically, and Empire Earth was cool. Why why was that one cool? I don't I don't remember like I not I don't know why specifically I liked it, but I just thought it was awesome. What did you, what did you I think, think that was the first one where you could go from like stone age to futuristic oh yeah it was epic travel to different planets yeah 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 yeah. and then you could get like if you got to the industrial age or whatever world war ii age sooner you would suddenly be nuking people while they're still using like world (laughs) war world war one weapons and stuff i had a weird uh a pick and axe (laughs) yeah (laughs) i had a weird encounter in that game one time where i was playing the computer and i like Nobody was on my little planet area because it was a planet-based map. And by the time I got over advanced enough to get to the next civilization, there were two other civilizations fighting each other. And because they were constantly fighting each other and sucking each other's resources up, they were still in like the, I don't know, like Bronze Age. (laughs) Just like aliens. I'm like, this is how it happens. (laughs) With these stupid earthlings. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one... uh, that was a good one. Uh, and then we had uh, StarCraft slash Warcraft. So I think these were the first games. Definitely Warcraft was the first RTS to introduce like a hero kind of unit concept. So now we have Thrall and uh, Rexar and then in StarCraft. I don't, I don't think they had hero units in StarCraft, but they had like a story built into it, which was kind of cool. How much did you guys get into these games? I know... Uh, easy in the discord plays played the crap out of warcraft and warcraft 3 i i honestly didn't play warcraft i played um after age of empires i played a lot of starcraft and starcraft 2 i played uh just because i don't know why i think it piqued my interest just because it was you know futuristic and aliens and uh, i was like this is awesome played the crap out of some warcraft 2 battlenet edition um Oh, I yeah. think that's right when they were introducing like online play. And then I remember getting online the first time and trying it on my dial up connection and was immediately like, nope, going back to playing the computer. Nope. These people me. are, do not leave their computers ever. <laughs> yep. That's what I learned about StarCraft and StarCraft 2. No yep, offense. StarCraft uh, was definitely an interesting one that I remember going over to my buddy's house because he had it, and I didn't really know what it was. I think it was my first taste of a Blizzard game. And uh, what were you? What was your? Uh, were you Terran, Protoss, or Zerg, Swift? What was your your choice? Protoss all day. All right. Very nice. I'm a Zerg guy. Zerg rush, dude. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then StarCraft and Warcraft, essentially, uh, well, a little bit of the StarCraft 2 engine slash Star, uh, Warcraft engine 
But these mods for these games spawn a whole new genre of games, which we'll talk about in a whole nother episode. But MOBAs came from real-time strategy games. You could you could lump them into real-time strategy games if you wanted to, but you're only controlling one hero or one unit. Um, and that's a whole... Probably changes the face of gaming forever. Um, and Blizzard yeah. is like, what the F? Where's my money? Where's my money, Brian? <laughs> Did you guys ever dabble in the uh, Warcraft modding community? I was never a Warcrafter besides Warcraft 2 Battle.net edition. Yeah. I've never modded anything. Oh my god, we need to have an episode on modding Skyrim yeah. alone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, yeah. so, and that's that's the biggest thing because I hear about Skyrim modding and I I like play I played Skyrim but yeah, never even delved into that. I don't like need to. Ex- I don't need to experience it. Just watch the YouTube videos of Thomas the Train Skyrim mod, and it's just so great. Here's what happens when you mod Skyrim: you literally spend your entire time modding it, and then booting it up and going to look at it what lo- it looks like inside, and then you go, "Okay, cool. What other mods can I get?" So you turn it off, and then you're literally mostly just modding. You're not even playing. So you, the game. Nev- you never actually you play hardly the game. play it at all. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Halo Forge as a separate game type. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what'll happen all right what about halo wars did you guys play uh the first one at least oh yeah i played the first one that, I, I think that not. was the first one that was available on a console yeah time strategy that i remember playing that was their big thing was like bringing a real-time strategy to a console because if you've ever played a real-time strategy that just sounds absolutely horrible yeah but it worked they, i thought it was uh, they did a, a nice good job. job yeah but i yeah, just don't think the market's weird. there yeah. Yeah, and it's it's weird to me because I've only played it on like the the keyboard mouse. So to play that on a controller just seems like foreign to me. Like I don't I don't know how that works, but apparently they did a good job. Yeah, it worked. I think I remember you ended up like holding a button to grow like a a selection yeah. radius and then it would select like everything in that area. Okay. It was or done well. Do, like, yeah, it played fine, and it was it had a, a campaign story mixed in there. Right. That the Halo universe, it was cool. It was right at the uh, hype or the height of the Halo hype too. Like I think right after uh, Halo Two or Halo Three, when everybody was all Halo, and so it was really cool to you know control like warthogs and scorpion tanks and stuff like that and do that. Yeah, it was fun, very fun. They did make a second one. I never tried it. I'm sure it would be quite good, but uh, yeah. There you have it. Real-time strategy games. Chat, let us know, or listeners, let us know at uh, OMG underscore podcast GG if we missed any uh, awesome RTS games that we were not talking about. There's there's a ton of them out there. I looked at a, a list of them on Wikipedia. There's It's one of the most created yeah. games. <laughs> it's kind of a, an easy game for indie studios to make, too. Um, so there's millions of them. I think it's cool. I kind of got, especially in Empire Earth, Big Matt, like you were talking about, I actually learned like some world history from those type of games, just doing like the campaigns. Yeah, that is uh, true. Learning like the names of their commanders and kings and stuff. So that was cool. I learned uh, who Warren G. Harding was too from Age of Empires. Or was that Civ? (laughs) I remember. I don't think that was Age of Empires. That was Civ, yeah. Uh, Cool. Yep. All right, what about uh, turn-based strategy games? I guess Civ, let's get right into it. What was the first Civ you guys remember playing? 
I think it was like Civ three at my friend's house, maybe two. I don't remember. Yeah. I didn't play it much. I don't think I ever played a Civ game. Yeah, they're very, um, you either like them or you hate them. They're yeah. very slow. Uh, I remember playing Civilization, I think it was a, a spinoff of maybe three, but it was called Test of Time. And it it introduced um, like fantasy elements. So like they had elves and orcs and all that kind of stuff in the Civilization like formula. Me and my buddy Dom, he had for some reason like five computers at his house when I didn't my family didn't even have a computer yet and they had a little LAN in their house and we'd go over there and we'd play a land sieve <laughs> match turn based so like the turns toward the end of the game the turns literally take like f- 4 minutes cuz you have so many moves to do each piece is moving yeah right and so <laughs> you would literally do your turn at, at your computer and then you would go to the kitchen like get a snack or watch football or whatever <laughs> yeah. while your buddy's doing his turn and then the computers would all do their Taze, turns. you're up. You're up, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, turn-based these days, I don't have the patience slash time to get into them. I know there's a lot of good stuff in the in the Civ 6 and 5 stuff, but I haven't played any of that stuff. What about you guys? I guess you said no. Nope. I dabbled a little bit in Civ five or six when it was free for a few weeks or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I it, like you said, it's kind of slow, and if you do play like a full game, you kind of find yourself like we talked about yesterday with the sleep. You kind of like find yourself like, oh my god, it's now midnight. four hours. Late. Yeah, midnight. Like, oh crap! I should probably stop. Yeah, now. and you didn't really progress all that much. You're kind of like, oh my god, that yeah, was a weird waste of time. Yeah, but I have so many. Yeah, resources. the new ones introduced all that weird. Like, you read like the text from the different leaders and stuff, and there's like drama built into it. And I don't. Yeah, politics, not for me. Cool. Here's one that uh, I know Swift definitely loves, and a lot of people may not even consider this a a, a turn-based strategy game. But Worms, dude. I love that game. <laughs> love me some worms. I played so, so much fun. worms, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Worms. It's are where again. I learned about trajectory and wind drift. You yeah, know? exactly, dude. Right? You got to get that holy hand grenade to just hit right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love the the sheep's. Those were the good ones. Bah. Bouncing <laughs> sheep. Super super sheep's bouncing sheep's the mole bomb. I was really good at one point. I was really good at a. Uh, that little rope you would could like yeah, swing the across rope. the map. Yeah. Uh, nowadays I try to do it and I die every time, but dude, that, go right into the water. That's a team 17 game. And I've realized recently that pretty much anything team 17 puts out is going to have like the, the fun little quirky appeal of worms, Armageddon or worms, whatever. Yeah. It's what, so good. Uh, what are we playing recently that team 17 makes? Uh, they do overcooked, I think. Uh, they, yeah, they just had a. I don't know. We but just team, saw it on something that we watched. Team Seventeen Anyways. is a. I think it's like an indie collaborative kind of too. I don't know. No, cool. It's just awesome. I love them. Swift. We should play Worms. We should. The three of us should play Worms against each other uh, on the stream. That would be a good one. <laughs> oh, dude, it would that would be so fun? So right. I like like you said. That's that's how you you know learn about 
trajectory and yeah. obviously winds affect everything. But at the same time, like, I, I don't know. It's it's such a simple game, but it's so fun. Like, you can't not have a good time while you're playing that yeah, game. It's great. I'm looking at my Steam library and I have both Worms Rumble and Worms WMD. And I have no idea how I got them, but I'm glad I do. <laughs> Yeah, I have, sometimes uh, sometimes I don't worms like to look at my w- Steam library. <laughs> I have Worms WMD as well. Oh, we got to play that and stream it. That'd be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do not have a Worms game. Weird. Well, cool. Uh, Total War. Anyone, anyone ever get into these? These are like kind of historically accurate battle simulators almost. I got down on some Shogun Total War, man. Hmm. Did you guys play that one? Was that when you were in uh, Japan? Negative. That was on my parents' computer. Oh, <laughs> this is a basement. They have a the first Shogun Total War was uh, dope. It's feudal Japan, and you like, um, I think it was one of the first games where you could go into the battle itself. So you would do your it's a turn based strategy, and then when a battle happened, then you could be like, okay, do you want to simulate this battle or do you want to take part? And then it became a top down like real-time strategy uh, battle where you'd like actually move, oh, cool. move your units around. It was so cool. I love nice. it. And you could have like, ge- cool. you could have like geisha assassins that you'd send to different like clans <laughs> and like assassinate them. And it would show the video of it. It was cool. Most effective uh, unit. Yeah. Geishas. Weird. Classic honey pot. <laughs> you, you honey dicking me. <laughs> you honey <laughs> my buddy uh tony plays rome total war like still to this day uh, i'm like how do you play this man it's, it's yeah. just too much yeah dude a lot of uh a lot of the technology that went into developing those games with like the sheer amount of units and soldiers in there was used in and still is used in hollywood with all of their crowd simulations and stuff it's oh cool. really that's impressive yeah all right, let's get into the last category of uh, strategy games. I kind of call these tactics games, but uh, think XCOM, Final Fantasy Tactics, anything that has the word tactics at the end of it. Uh, they yeah. tend to do that with <laughs> many uh, things. Or Mario Party and Rabbids, the one we talked about recently. So, all right, so I got to talk to you guys about XCOM because these games have like stellar reviews and I've never played a single one of them. Oh, it was free on Epic. Uh... Epic Games about a year ago, XCOM two, and I played the shit out of it when it when I got it. It was it was really yeah. fun. You know what, really- you know what's funny is I you guys said F- XCOM and I thought that was like a gaming studio like Capcom, and now I realize that's actually <laughs> oh, that's a funny. game, a huge like widely regarded game. This is like yeah. this is games. like the best tactic game ever made, like turn based tactics game, is what everybody yeah. pretty much says about it. Really? It generated so many memes too because you would, uh, every time you do an attack, you have a percentage of um, like a PK, I guess, a probability of it being successful. And so, like, there would be times where the aliens are the bad guys and you're like a guy with a shotgun and you had moved up to directly in front of the guy with like the guy that you want to kill. And it would be like 90% <laughs> chance of effectiveness. And you would hit Miss. play. And then you'd see the guy like. <laughs> And the guy would just dodge <laughs> dodge the shotgun blast, and you're like, what the? <laughs> and that was like the one uh, thing that you needed to die. Otherwise, your entire team gets wiped. 
Mario and Rabbids does that pretty good because it tells you when like your your odds are messed up. Well, our cameras are going ham, but RNG in those games just is a little frustrating sometimes. Oh yeah. Uh, cool, cool. Final Fantasy Tactics. I played that a lot at my buddy's house, and uh, I think that was, might be the first Final Fantasy game I ever played. And I was like, these characters are so weird. Um, but this is fun. <laughs> uh, can you guys think of any other ones? We talked about Mario and Rabbids, which I think is a great iteration that is actually like accessible to anyone for these types of games. I don't think XCOM can be picked up by a kid like Mario and Rabbids can. No, not so much. It's a little bit more gory, too. Oh, okay. Um. I don't know. So kind of a weird, it's probably a, the Sid Meier games. Do you guys remember that? Sid Meier's games. Uh, so I played. Isn't he the Civ guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Was, uh, what was it? Tropico? Tropico 2? Did you guys ever oh, okay. play that? Mm-mm. Oh, it was a pirate real-time strategy. So you would go, except there was like no bad guys. You would like go build your banana farms on your island and stuff like that and get resources and then you would go send your pirates on pirate raids. I really loved uh, I, I like that game a lot. Interesting. But it was kind of a different take, real-time strategy without like a set bad guy. You're just trying to keep, keep your pirates happy and not starve to death and stuff. Yeah. Nice. And uh, Jay Thatcher in the chat said Advance oh, Wars. Oh, Advance Wars. Dude, Nintendo. These games are really good. You know what I just heard, actually? They were going to make uh, new Advance Wars. They were just about to release them, and then Russia-Ukraine came out, and they decided that like a game about tanks invading another country, in a, even though it's very like childish and kiddie, yeah. they canceled it based on the current like world situation. No way. Yeah. Wow. These games are really, really good. Love them. Um, did, so City Builders, do we consider those strategy games? I guess probably. So not. there was a. There, I guess I wanted to ask you guys about this. There's a bunch of games that I was gonna gonna include, but they're. I, I think they fall more in like simulation slash builder games. And then yeah. I was gonna put card games in here because some of them are very strategic, but I think they fall into their own card. That's what I was wondering. Like Hearthstone, right? You played that. Yeah, I think. But it's not quite what we're talking about. No, Just a I, little bit different. I'm thinking more of like a top-down yeah, control uh, units kind of strategy. You know, one of my favorite strategy games that I've played is recently is Into the Breach. On I've heard good things about this thing. Anything, really. But yeah, Into the Breach looks like a 1990s computer game, but um, it doesn't need to be anything more than that. It's really fun. It's a uh, turn-based strategy game. Hmm. And then I remember... Um, what was it? A couple of years ago, they were like trying to promote uh, Settlers of Catan in VR. You guys ever see that? No. Do you guys play no. Settlers in real life? Yeah, we played it in Korea. Yeah. No, yeah. I hate Settlers. Okay. I, I love it. <laughs> but it's my least favorite game. I just remember thinking when they were like promoting Settlers of Catan in VR, like, why? Why would I put that yeah. on my face for. <laughs> A four-hour game when I could just look <laughs> right. at a TV screen. 
And it was yeah. like it was like showing you how you could like move your nugget around and you would see like the dice from different angles and just like or not the dice, but like yeah, the dice from different angles and all that kind of stuff. It was just the dumbest thing in the world. Oh. So there are games like this, right? There's a there's a game called Wilder Myth where you're you're controlling like a party and it's sort of strategy, but I kind of lump these into like RPGs more than I do strategy games. Um but yeah, I guess you could call them turn-based strategy, but I'm thinking more turn-based RPG. Dude, I'll, well, I'll be honest. There, there's a a few um, games that I played not on the computer, or, you know, PS5, Xbox, but on my phone. Oh yeah, that are turn-based strategy. Yeah, and that's true. It's kind. Of, I don't know why it's so I think it's simple because people design it for your phone, because when you're sitting on, you know, you're taking a poop or whatever, and you're just sitting there for 12 minutes and knock out a quick game. Um, But 12, I don't I don't know any of the names of them. Yeah, Uh, but uh, Clash of Clans, all the Clash of Clans. Yeah, well, yeah, all the yeah, all the Clash things, obviously. I mean, you could call Plants vs. Zombies a, a strategy game. Hey, it's some, yeah. it's uh, on it's some more of these, a tower defense. Yeah. It's on some of these best strategy games of all time websites I was looking at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So I guess maybe it is. Yeah, Into the Breach is up there, highly rated on Steam when it comes to strategy games. So might check that one out. I don't know. These games don't really do it for me anymore just because they're too slow for how much time I have to game. They don't. Yeah. They don't give me that I same. Uh, I want to get in there, right? I think my friend has a a love slay the spire. If you like card based strategy games, Donnie, if you're listening, yeah, talk about slay slay the spire. But yeah, inscription and all that kind of stuff. Definitely kind of a weird, different strategy type game. That's probably yeah, its I own think category. I'm going to lump card games into their own strategy group. Yeah. yeah. Gwent. Gwent. Yeah. I love the Gwent music. Oh, yeah. I could listen to that for hours. Drum. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so what is the appeal of these games? Why are they so popular? Uh, I mean, I'm, I look on my Steam friends list, my Discord. No one's playing any of these games, but yet we get dozens of them made every year. I think it's uh, human nature, right? So, like, Everybody loves gathering resources and building good stuff and having more good stuff than everybody else. Uh, I always remember that that awesome feeling of Empire Earth where you'd like start a settlement right next to a gold mine and you're like, oh, baby, I'm going to have yeah. all the gold. I love gold. And then you forget to task your civilians with mining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it is fun to... I mean, sometimes I just find myself like watching the animations of those games like watching the dudes get the the trees and yeah. jump them down and walk the lumber <laughs> yeah. over to the house and uh like, yeah. what am i doing yeah that's us man we're just in a simulation too they're just somebody's watching our animation someone's controlling me right just now kidding. Cool, cool. What about some future things you talked about settlers of Catan in vr so on those same uh lines there is a game on vr called demio i don't know if we talked about it on here before i don't think so it's a it's a tabletop game built into vr so it's its own game it's not like you play a game that already exists 
like a board game in there. It has its own rules and, and pieces, but you, you're sitting in like a, a room with the other players and you're controlling your piece and moving it around this in this board and playing the strategy game while you're in VR talking to the people next to you. Um, but the pieces like move and like animate and almost like the star Wars strategy game that w- the Wookiee always plays. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it's called Demio. So uh, to me, strategy games seem like they fit so perfectly in VR that I'm amazed that there's not something better out there. Have you seen any strategy games in VR, Pickle Matt? Dude, here's what I think. I I haven't besides Settlers, or I I guess I haven't looked for it. I I had heard of Demio, but I think the thing holding it back is when you play, like we talked about a Civ or an Empire Earth, you have to be there. Most of these games, you're in there for hours and hours and hours and nobody can do that with a headset on i don't think i can't at least and i i don't get motion sick or anything but i don't know that's a good point yeah i didn't think about that i can hear on this you know go ahead when you mentioned the uh turn-based vr all like yeah i know we're talking about as far as the star wars reference but all i can think about is chess and harry potter yeah. Where you like move the character and he lops off the head of the person in front of you or whatever. Yeah. Wizard's chess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm but, looking here on Steam and there's a couple of them out there, but they look terrible. And, uh, but Dem- Demio also piss- pitches itself as like kind of a social game too, right? Where it's like almost like a hangout with friends or hangout with the people, right. the new people that you meet and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. There's a uh, there is another app we have touched on s- slightly in this chat, but uh, or in this podcast. But there's a tabletop simulator where you literally can play board games with friends, as long as that board game has been created in that app. You can play dominoes. You can play Monopoly if you wanted. You can play craps and poker, whatever. We need a con- Ooh, cones craps? for Dunshire oh, in VR. Excuse me. That's a Parks and Rec reference. Anybody? Oh. Cones, <laughs> Cones of Dunshire. Sorry. This one's really funny. In Tabletop Simulator, you see uh, it advertised someone playing solitaire in VR. Just play solitaire. I don't oh, get it. It's no. so funny, but whatever. <laughs> can I play Space Cadet Pinball in VR? You can play air table hockey. You can play, um, there's a game where someone's throwing bananas on the table. Not sure what that is. Clue. Somebody got mad and flipped the table over. But there you have it. That's where I think the future is moving towards is where you can sit down and play a strategy game like in a social setting like Demio advertised. Uh, But you do have a point. Wearing that thing for a long time is not the best. Yeah. Well, cool. There you have it. There's our discussion on strategy games. Folks, if you're listening or watching live, let us know uh, what strategy games are your favorite. Reach out to us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you and uh, give us some good recommendations. With that being said, we will move into what we played this week. All right, Swift, lead us off. Okay. 
Uh, let me pull up my notes here because I I've actually played a few games this week. Yeah, uh, the been, first uh, one, getting after it. The first one that I played uh, because we were on Discord together, and I was like, I just gotta try and see if it's live. Blah blah. blah. But I played Forza Five, and they have the Hot Wheels simulator out. I don't I don't necessarily think it's a simulator, but um. Needless to say, you can drive cars on Hot Wheels tracks. The you know the orange ones that oh, yeah. we all built as kids. Um, yeah. you can go go two hundred plus miles an hour. It's it's a great time. You go upside down on the loops. Uh, it's it's very cool. Uh, so I, I plan on getting back in there and just seeing kind of what I only played for a couple minutes. I think I did one one race uh but it is it's pretty cool uh as a nostalgia thing if nothing else yeah um, for sure. that's cool we played some hots uh i was not i'll let you guys talk the last night because i was not there i was actually at a bar getting hammered with my wife so uh thank you guys for carrying the squad um, <laughs> is that what we did <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but played some hots. It was, it was fun. We actually had a pretty good streak going on ARAM with four of us. Uh, I think we won like six in a row. So we were, we were doing the thing, which is good. Um, I'm Pickle Matt and I tried to play Warlander, and I'm sure he'll pile onto this because he has much more experience than I do in the game. But uh, we played, we tried to play Warlander get, together. Um, turns out it's the beta, so there we didn't do. I don't know, Stab. Did you do more research as far as is it actually available? Yeah, you can. Uh, you gotta be Steam friends. I just realized I'm not Steam friends with you. Okay, <laughs> okay. So we we could have played together. You're we on, just didn't know that at the time. You're on six of my nine friends lists. Apparently, Steam yeah, is yeah. not one of them. I, yeah, I don't dude. quite quite make the cut on the <laughs> rest of them. I just didn't realize that I had so many freaking friends lists. Yeah. Um. But uh, also, uh, when Stav and I were trying to join each other, he was looking at the Discord. And, it seemed like the most recent comments were from like 2020, which kind of irks me. Or so I think that was the like, old Warlander game that we talked about last time. But I think that might have been like the dead Discord. I, I did find a new Discord and it's slightly active. Okay. Mm. So slightly active. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. The, the game seems fun. Uh, I only went through the tutorial and then we switched to HOTS because we couldn't join each other. Uh, but I'm interested to give it another try and see. Uh, Destiny, I played a little bit of with uh, my man, The Stroke. Uh, we're a, that game is still fun, although it's still a grind. That's why <laughs> to I do all of the things. I just can't. <sighs> You're it's hard to. It's hard to force myself back into that game just because I know that I'm going to be doing homework for five hours before i can hang with the bros yeah it, i mean it was tough because we when we played it was it was like all right cool we're doing all these things we did this one like dungeon and then we went on new things and i was like oh i need a new map fragment 
and then we just ran the same thing a couple times to get map fragments and all that thing. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a rind, but not terrible. It's, it's fun. Um, and then the last thing that I played was you suck at parking. We was here. We alluded. To, we alluded to it. Swift's obscure game of the week. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really it's really not that obscure uh but we talked about it last week uh that game if you are a game pass member download it i guarantee you will have fun it i mean it's amazing i i wrote some notes down uh so turns out that you have to so as soon as you start going if you stop at any point, you've officially the, parked the, like, pop, yeah, it pops up on the screen. Stopping is parking. <laughs> and so you lose. <laughs> um, there's no reverse. So, uh, yeah, you just kind of have to figure it out by drifting. You would have to stop uh, and park to go into reverse. That's, stop. That's valid. Actually. Stopping is yeah. parking. Mathematically, um, you have to go through zero. Mathematically, yeah. To go backwards, um, the controls, at least on, uh, I use was use my uh, Elite Xbox Elite controller. It takes a little bit to get used to. It's kind of squirrely as far as driving, um, but once you get the hang of it, it's not that bad. Um, it's like really addicting. Uh, it's so fun. I I was messaging you guys that that night when I first tried it and i just kept playing because it's like i'm gonna beat this but then you don't and yeah you just keep going it's <laughs> kind of rough were you playing uh, <laughs> um, uh multiplayer and single player then so i was playing single player originally or to, to start and i beat like a few of the maps um but the multiplayer is amazing you you get into a map with eight different people, seven different people. There's eight of you total. Um, and you start all at the same place, but then you just have to find these like eight to 12 different parking spots around the map. Um, and so, so it's whoever like, it's can like do musical it the chairs. Fastest, Are there like not enough parking spots for everyone? No, no, no. Like you can all park at the same spot mm. as long as nobody oh. else is there. It's not like first to first to find it. That parking spot goes away. It's still there. You just have to find it. Oh, gotcha. Um, but it's it's got like the Fall Guys kind of feel to it, where it's you know wild. The music is fun, and you're just driving around this stupid thing, uh, trying to find a parking spot. Uh, the pro the the one issue I have with the game um, is the the truck that they give you has literally ninety degree corners on the front. Mm. So when you like go up against something, you can keep hitting go, but you can't get away from the wall because there's no curved edges on your car. So it's just frustrating to be like, all right, I'm stuck, but I didn't necessarily have to be. Overall, 
highly recommend. It's it's outstanding. Nice. I I did join the uh, Discord server for a second parking to ask the devs a couple questions, and you can't party up with friends right now, but they plan on adding it soon after launch, is what they said. So it should be pretty soon that we can party up and all play, which we definitely need to do. Yeah. And then uh, it is cross-compatible with, uh, if you have it on Steam, you can play somebody uh, on Game Pass. Nice. And so, uh, hold on, let me check my notes real quick. That's all I got. Well, there you have it from Swift. Guaranteed you will have fun. Dude, it's, I'm telling you, you suck at parking. good time. All right, so are you getting better at parking? Both in-game and uh, out-of-game? I think I'm getting worse at parking because I'm trying to drift in the spots and then I try that in real life and it's going horribly. (laughs) All right, Pickle Matt, what'd you get into? Um, Really kind of the same type of list as uh, Swift there. So I played uh, Heroes of the Storm. We had our our league match, two two bi-league matches yesterday. And uh, needless to say, it went slightly better than before we were getting some kills we just got owned on the map like we just did not control the map at all which is typical of our team because we have a lot of people that don't know how to play including me the map and don't know what to look for but we're getting better so watch out next season so join us (laughs) next season as we continue to lose uh yeah i don't know man I had fun. Like the point of video games is to have fun. So you got to get a cooldown and a warm up ARAM game before and after, obviously. And those are fun still. So, <sighs> Stroke, I'm with you, man. Like you said, it was your favorite game of all time. I, I find myself, um, despite having like Elden Ring, like wanting to get back into Elden Ring and all that kind of stuff, just like getting pulled back into this, this time sucking awesomeness. <laughs> That is it's, also terrible. It has, it has such depth that you don't really see on the on the surface. Yeah, it really is like so like so fun. I I love it. I played. Uh, who did I play? The the chain guy. Kelthazad. Kelthazad. I played him for the first time like yesterday and had a blast. And now I know like what that guy does, so I can hopefully not get killed by him so much. But there you go. I just <laughs> keep finding new things out and. It's not like Elden Ring where you find dungeons and stuff, but you definitely find like, more fun ways to play. Yeah, that'll keep happening to you where you'll play a hero. You may have played him before, but you'll actually like play him and figure out like how their moves are supposed to work together, and you'll be like, oh, wow, this is really fun. I remember when that happened to me with Greymane, and then I played Greymane like, nonstop for like months because yeah. it was so fun. And it's it's really interesting, too. It's It becomes fun to play, and then you're just like, oh... That's how I've died so many times. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. sense to me, but it did now, but it does now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I have to remind myself for you guys is that half the time you're getting just destroyed by things that you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. I'm stunned for 15 freaking seconds. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there's the hot experience. Let's hop on after this, boys. Play some more. Hey, Ram. All right. Um, I did download the you suck at parking demo because I don't have Game Pass yet. I'm waiting to kind of shell out for that again uh, until I got some games that I want to play. But I think uh, once I add multiplayer, I'm definitely in because uh, the demo was super fun and it just looks it's just a quirky, fun 
fun game. And uh, I don't know, like you said, uh, Swift. I think I think once they get multiplayer going with friends, it'll be we'll keep going back to that if we put our minds to it. Dude, yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's so entertaining. Yeah, I, like I was I was so frustrated the other night when we were when I was playing, but I was still having like the best time. Yeah. And it um the demo was Steam Deck compatible. Uh so I think the dev is still trying to support that. And then the only negative reviews on it on Steam are about the cosmetics behind a paywall. So if you're big on customization, then maybe you'll be upset if you download the mm. full game. But um whatever, free on Game Pass, you shouldn't be bitching about cosmetics costing money. Yeah. Um, cool. And then the last thing was Warlander. So uh I played a little bit more than Swift. Um I don't I wouldn't it's gonna be hard to get me go back to that unless the um full game significantly improves from the beta. And there's just a couple of things I noticed about the beta. So the they the, the things that they do well are um the like kind of the roles. So before the game starts, your entire team of whatever it is, twenty or fifty people vote on what approach you're going to take. So either assault or balanced or defense. Um, and then based on that, you get certain squads assigned to you. So if you do assault, you have three assault squads and everybody's in a squad of four. And then what's really cool about that is if you're like on an assault class or squad, you get objectives that give you more experience based on doing assault things. So like the, instead of the defense players wanting to go out and kill everybody, that actually incentivizes them to kind of hang out and do defense. The problem I found with the game, though, is within about three minutes of the match starting, you know exactly who's going to win every single time because wow. somebody will get overwhelmed at a spawn point and they'll take that that like first two spawn points as you move up the map, and it just never changes from what I've experienced. Uh, despite the combat being fun and building up uh, like defenses is really cool and dumping pots of flaming oil onto the people below you is really cool. Um, there's just some quirks that they need to iron out. Same with the UI, uh, the UI, um, like the user interface. There's sometimes there's like text obscuring things. So it's got a little, it's a little buggy, but if you want to try out a, you know, a massively multiplayer online uh, combat game, it might be worth a, worth a shot there. That's my long review of that game. Nice. Uh, and that is all I played. Here's the storm. I got to get back into Elden Ring, and I've got to start Horizon Forbidden West, but maybe something. I also need to get back into Elden Ring and Horizon Zero Dawn because I haven't turned. I I like. I know last week we talked about, or two weeks ago, whenever it was, Gaucho, writing us, and I was like, buy a PS5. <laughs> and I feel bad because I haven't turned my PS5 on in about <laughs> three weeks. So the treasure trove in there, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'll go. Heroes of the Storm. We had 10 kills, 11 kills, 9 kills, and I think 6 kills in our last game. Uh, shout out to the Raging Roosters for wanting to do the double header so we don't get kicked out of NGS for forfeiting. And uh, thanks for casting as well, Pigeon. Uh, we had a great time. We uh, fooled around a little bit with our comps. We uh, just, you know, just trying to light, lighten the mood so that the stroke doesn't uh, hang his head in shame and give up on his memes. teammates. Doesn't jump off his second story <laughs> balcony. 
we we have started to win some team fights, which is really cool to start seeing. We're just getting, like Pickle Matt said, dominated when it comes to the macro uh, map type stuff, which will come in t- due time if we ever stop playing a single lane map where we never do anything strategic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. But yeah, we're getting better. There's no doubt about it. In my mind, we're uh, we're improving, so that's good and uh, ha- good, happy to see it. We need a probably four or five more seasons until we get uh, competitive. So cool beans. <laughs> Blizzard keeps supporting the game, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, cool. All right, I did play some Elden Ring on my Steam Deck the other night, and I cannot beat those two uh, gargoyle dudes. I need summon one of you to, me. I need to summon one of you because every time i the second one gets introduced player two comes in and just stomps my face uh, i can't yeah you don't want to summon me what I'm was low level still what was your exact reaction when you when the first time the second one came in i just died on purpose i was like well <laughs> and then can we, can we use the f word on this uh, podcast oh yeah <laughs> yes. this is basically what the fuck? <laughs> yeah this is i'll do it yeah yeah, he jumped down and I was like, oh. And so I just jumped off the edge and then uh, <laughs> did some other stuff. And then I kind of felt like I was ready for it this next time. Yeah. No, I cannot beat that by myself. Let no. me just equip this twig, talisman, and jump. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah summon uh, yeah. me. But I dude. don't really know where to go next for like the story overall. I guess it's probably in the like big capital area. Yeah, but I was I'm in there. Sure. I was in there as level 100, and I was getting owned. So I'm just a little yeah. bit nervous about booting that thing back up. I couldn't. I could barely kill like small mobs in that area, and I'm I'm like 70. So I'll be, be honest. the The thing that keeps getting to me about Elden Ring is I love the game, and I figured out if dude, if you find map fragments, like literally, you can zoom in on the map and find all the dungeons because they're labeled on the map and i never realized that before i mean the i've seen you can see the like cave and they're not labeled on but the they're map. open like they're they have symbols there's some that oh. say this is a dungeon yeah there's some that are not like that like some like the river there's some secret ones dude oh uh, i'm sure stroke but. when you behind those two gargoyles you think that's the end of something it's freaking insane, man. Like, Oh, after I kill him? Do yeah. I have to kill him or can I just run? No, you have to kill them. <laughs> oh, God. Just run, dude. I have nope. to summon you. I, I even tried to summon random people and nobody ever joined me. <laughs> That's because no. they were like, no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Done this before. <laughs> yeah. My puppies die when he does his first poison cloud and it's over. Yeah. You need You need better summons like I have. I do. Like uh, Pickle Matt. My mana is too low to even summon the really good ones. My FP. Takes zero mana to summon me, Stroke. Yeah, but it takes coordination. Like, get on, go to the same place. (laughs) Yeah. My toddler just woke up from a nap. See you later. Yep. All right. uh, Let's see what else. Mario Party. Liam, Jen, and I were playing Mario Party All Superstars. I don't remember what it's called. Um, and, uh, Liam learned the heartbreak that is be winning the whole game with the most stars and then suddenly be losing at the end when they hand out stars. Yeah. Mini game champion star. And yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so he he had a little cry over uh, not winning that game, which is cool. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, I did the trial or whatever. The uh... oh my god, I didn't know there were bad people in that game. I just thought it was dinosaurs. Oh come on, yeah. post-apocalyptic future. There's gonna be bad people. Yeah. Oh my god, man. I was not suspecting all that death, but uh, I guess that's how it goes. If you got to build a hero up. Uh, very excited about that game. Get much different than I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. Uh, what else? Lastly, Destiny 2. Love that game. It's up there as one of my favorite games. Uh, I've been teaching our newcomer, new, new cucumber, easy, new light, as they call him in Destiny, how to play. And he's, He's in, just like I knew he would be. If you guys, I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's in. The first hit was free, and now he's uh, he's like, dude, this game's awesome. And I was like, I know, it's exactly what you like in video that's, games. That's what we've been telling you for years. <laughs> he knew it in yeah, the back so, of his mind the whole time. I guarantee it. I know. Uh, it's Diablo meets first person shooter. What else do you need? I'll tell you what, though, yeah. it was really easy to reel him back into Hots when the time came. Yeah. Anytime anyone goes. You guys want to play ARAM? Everyone's like, yeah, sure. And yeah. they log off whatever <laughs> game they're on. Oh, God. Cool, cool. That's me. That's my gaming week. And uh, hopefully uh, I get to get some streaming done this week. But, yeah, this should be the last stream either tonight or tomorrow for one more game podcast. You guys might find us playing some either uh, you suck at parking or some form of worms tomorrow on this same channel. Yeah, uh, baby. just to get ourselves over the hump for affiliate. And that way you guys can uh, find more ways to support this podcast. All right, let's go. I hope you're ready around the room. Pickle oh Matt, <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> when you're playing a real-time strategy or any kind of strategy game, um, it's important to not look at the game clock all the time and look at the real clock. <laughs> And you save your it. save your high blood pressure and heart for an extra year of your life instead of an extra epoch in uh, epic in Empire Earth. Or honor and glory. Swift, what do you got? Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, get You're yourself so a dog. That you suck at parking. Get yourself a lap dog. Yeah, I, yeah. I was sitting here and I heard a outside of my office, and turns out Paisley was sitting out there. Um, I don't know that I have any words of wisdom. Don't suck it, partner. Right. Get good. Yeah, I will have a. I have a uh, a pro gamer tip for you if you're uh, still find yourself playing Age of Empires games. If you ever are wondering if you have an idle villager, press the period button and it'll automatically cycle through all of your idle villagers. Boom. Wow. I just, I just updated your productivity in Age of Empires by a million percent. More actions. Million. Yeah. All right, guys. There you have it. Thanks for joining us tonight. We are always appreciative of all the support and uh, we love growing this community with you guys. If you're excited about playing video games as much as we are, you can join our discord at bonsai gaming bonsai gg on discord you can go ahead and search that and pickle matt's gonna send that in the chat for all you twitch viewers 
And uh, otherwise, you can reach out to us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram. For you listeners that would like to catch us live at some point, you can find us every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash OMG podcast. Get your name shout out on the air and chat with us directly as we stream all about video games. Myself, you can find me from time to time streaming at twitch.tv slash the underscore underscore stroke, as well as that same handle on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Swift. He likes to stream over there at twitch.tv slash swiftmeda. And uh, you can find him playing some obscure games, trying to figure out what he's going to recommend to you guys and what he is not, uh, based on what's what's the flavor of the week in his world. And uh, Pickle Matt, he's over there at twitch.tv slash I'm Pickle Matt. He gets into the weirdies, you know. We got to let it Mortuary's go. Mortuary's assistant. Oh, got to let it go. Okay. <laughs> got to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you were going to buy it, but uh, I guess that was a lie. <sighs> Dude, I keep playing ARAM. Sorry. Okay. Cool, cool. Thanks again. And uh, you can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you might find your podcast. Lastly, I'll leave you with one final thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you next week on One More Game. Swift, I'm Pickle Matt. See ya. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.